Maybe you're a barber or stylist. We're going to have some of them here. Uh, photographers. Uh, and uh, maybe you're thinking of a service that you provide that, you know, you know that families in need uh, can't generally uh, afford. Uh, but you're, you'd be willing uh, to gift some families uh, the services and, and information you can provide. If you'd like to volunteer for that in that way or just to be part of the prayer team or provide donations, uh, here's where you can volunteer. The website is cabq.us slash proserve, cabq.us slash proserve. And uh, the information also is available on the Calvary website at calvarynm.church. As I mentioned at the top of the hour, uh, a special guest in, in studio. Uh, once a month, we get to catch up with Carla Sontag. And uh, Jim Williams actually is going to be uh, spending a, a full hour, the, the rest of the hour with Carla. And uh, Jim, I, I know uh, in addition to information as far as elections coming up next week, uh, we also have information about uh, an event uh, that we'll be discussing through the hour. But I'm going to toss it to Jim and, thank you, Steve. Uh, and uh, thank Carla. Carla, thanks for, for coming, and it's always great to have you. <laughs> well, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. And we're going to start, Steve, with the 2023 Heroes Bank, which is... Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yes, we're so excited. Crown Plaza Hotel, tickets yes. still available? Uh, well, not really. Not the hotel really. is like wanting us to cut it off, but it's so hard to say no to people that want to come and honor our heroes. So I think we just need to move. To. We need to move one of the ballroom partitions yeah. and open it up. Carla, come on! <laughs> you know it, this is the first time that we've had a full-on banquet since we got shut down from COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a, a modified version last year, but this is the real thing, and we have got some amazing people to honor this year. And talk about the heroes that you're going to be honoring. Well, the first is very unfortunate. We're honoring the family of a fallen officer from Alamogordo, uh, Anthony Ferguson. What an amazing man and got a great family. And they will all be here with us to accept an award and recognition of his service. That's really special. Um, you've got, uh, I want to do, I want to mention you have some sponsors and we want to shout out to them because it's important that they step up. International Protective Services is one. Uh, Vulcan Materials, U.S. Eagle Federal Credit Union. Um, uh, you got Farm Bureau uh, Financial Services, Rio Grande Credit Union, and Summit Electric uh, Supply, some of the main ones. Yes. And, you know, it's because of them that makes this evening possible. And we so appreciate the sponsorship. The proceeds from the event go to two really worthy causes as well. We're going to give a nice check to the 100 Club, mm -hmm. who is the first to give money to families who have lost an officer. Uh, and then other proceeds will go to scholarships for children who've lost a mother or father in the line of duty. I think, Carly, you're familiar uh, with Stan True for Blue, Valerie Jameson, and we have her on the show periodically. And her whole ministry is about saying thank you almost every day to different officers, giving them little snack packs and having children, elementary school children, write letters to officers. And she encourages us to say thank you, appreciate your service, thanks for this. Buy, buy a police officer's breakfast when you see him at the restaurant. I'm just bringing these things up because I know your husband, Larry, was a police officer. All of these things really go to encouraging heroes in our community because what they do is hard. 
It is really hard. And, you know, we'll be recognizing some police officers in Farmington and in Albuquerque who were involved in live shootings. And uh, one of them was injured. But the fact that they go into that and are willing to continue serving is just amazing. And it really is important to recognize their sacrifice. You know, the the theme is some give a lot and some gave it all. Mm. And so it's really an honor. Then we're going to have a veteran of the year. And this man is absolutely amazing. When people hear about him and the work that he's done, I mean, we've just got some incredible people to recognize. Well, and, and you're doing this annually? We do. Uh, I, I know COVID kind of threw a glitch in some of that stuff. The 2023 Heroes Banquet presented by the New Mexico Business Coalition. And uh, is your sister organizations helping to sponsor Yes, as well? and Rebound New Mexico. Well, you know, year round, we work on policy and we hold elected officials accountable and we work on elections and we do some really hard stuff. And it is such an honor to just stop all of the hard stuff, step back and recognize some really incredible people. Makes you proud to be an, a New Mexican. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking uh, very much forward to it. You've asked me to help MC along with Nancy Laughlin, and Nancy's been a big supporter. Many people may remember her from being part of Channel 7 News, and yes. she's been a reporter in Albuquerque for a pretty long time. She's a big supporter of police, and she has been a co uh, MC of this event for many years. And so we're honored to have her back and we're thrilled to have you as well. Well, thanks. No, I, I just appreciate being involved. Uh, one of the reasons I like being on the radio is because you can call up and say, hey, KLYT, hey, Jim Williams, hey, Steve Ryman, we've got this message. We need to get this out to the Christian community. And we've really wanted this this station to be a tool. You know, we are located on on the campus of Calvary Church. On Osuna. But this is a tool for all the evangelical community, all of the churches. And, and many people have, uh, I've approached different pastors uh, and and they've said, oh, well, we didn't know that it was available to us to get our messages out as well and our activities and things. So hear me now. This <laughs> yes. is a tool for you. And we so much appreciate uh, everybody listening today. Carla Sontag uh, is the president of the Mexico Business Coalition, and she is fighting for New Mexico. We have all kinds of things to talk to you about with the election coming up next week. And we'll maybe even throw in a few things about things you're expecting in the legislative session, which mm. is only a couple months away. I mean, there's a lot that goes into Mexico. Carla Sontag fighting for all of us and her team over at the New Mexico Business Coalition. We'll be back with Carla right after these messages. Jim Williams here with you this afternoon on ABQ Connect. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we always appreciate the time, and uh, I'm with Carla Sontag. She is the president of the New Mexico Business Coalition. She has a special event tomorrow night, 2023 Heroes Blank Banquet, Blanket. Banquet uh, and she's honoring public uh, safety heroes. They're going to recognize uh, police officers and uh, a veteran of the year. Um, unfortunately, there's fallen officer recognition and uh, Anthony Ferguson, officer uh, uh, from Alamogordo. Mm -hmm. His family's going to be here. I think it'll be comforting to them to know that the community of New Mexico is remembering her husband, Carl. I think that's important. Yes, <clears throat> I agree. And, you know, that's the reason why I have people like you and Nancy up there on stage, because I would just be a bucket of tears if I had to read what we will read to honor him. 
um, just reading through it and getting it ready, getting the script ready for tomorrow night, it was, it brought me to tears. Yes. What a wonderful man and so many other wonderful people in this state that we are blessed to be honoring. Well, we, we shouted out some gold sponsors uh, earlier. We want to mention your silver sponsors, Independent Petroleum Association of New Mexico, Clinger Pro Roofing, BMO Bank, PNM, Exhibit, Exhibit Visual Concepts, Blake's Lotta Burger, uh, Leo Public Safety Research, uh, Bank of Albuquerque, and Roadrunner Waste Services. I, I just appreciate all the sponsors. We do too. They make it possible. Yeah. to do this. And these are people that are that are giving back. You know, they're citizens just like we are. Uh obviously they have some like-mindedness with the New Mexico Business Coalition and Carla tell our listeners right now you're not really a political organization. You are dealing with politics. Right. But you don't really deal with the pol- politicians or the parties. Right. So, well, I deal with a lot of politicians, <laughs> but we are nonpartisan. Mm. And what we're looking for are pro-business people that will allow business to grow and prosper in the state, create jobs. You know what I should have said? Mm. You actually, you deal with all the politicians. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've seen Democrats at your your meetings, at your bash events. I've seen Republicans. I've seen independents. And everybody comes because they know they're going to get a word. And and you allow them to have a voice and talk with people and, sure, share what you believe. We may not all agree, but here's the important thing. We may not all agree, but we're all going to get along and we're all going to figure it out together, right? Yes, that's our philosophy. If we can come together and have a conversation, we can find out what is the best policy for New Mexico moving forward. New Mexico, everybody knows, ranks last in good categories and first in some bad ones. We don't have to be that way. We've got amazing people here. We just need to have better conversations and better vision for the future. Okay. Now, I, I do learn a lot about my guests during the breaks. So let me share these two things, and we're just going to carry this into our conversation. Uh, you said, boy, I sure hope we can find a cure for manata mentality. <laughs> oh, good luck with that, Carla. <laughs> but the reason I bring that up is because next week, we have statewide elections going on, community yes. elections, and you absolutely can't procrastinate anymore. You're you're done with right. the procrastination. Listeners, we have to find out who's running, what they stand for, get the research done right now so that you can get in that voting booth and, and vote. I hope you vote your Bible, but I'm yeah. not going to persuade you or tell you how to vote. Uh, I just want you to have the information. And one of the places you can get that information is at the New Mexico Business Coalition. Yes, nmbizcoalition.org. What we did was sent surveys to candidates and asked them their position on certain things that are very important to their race. So in Albuquerque, we've got school board and city council in particular that we're looking at. And honestly, it tells you a lot how they respond, and if they choose not to respond. Then you've got to wonder what are they hiding from the people that they want to vote for them. So there's some interesting information posted there, and we would encourage you to go and and look at the site. Make up your own mind, but most importantly, you need to vote. There's so many people that don't take the time in these local elections, but you need to keep in mind that it's the local elections where many politicians start. Our governor started on the county commission. 
uh, U.S. Senator Martin Heinrich started in the city council. So these people that are running for school board today and city council, you may see them later in other statewide offices. So your vote in these issues is very critical. Well, let's talk about, uh, let's do Albuquerque last. So you have some elections going on in almost all the major cities in New Mexico. Well, every community has local elections this right, year. Right, right, And next year we'll do the statewide. So this is good practice for people that are out of practice of voting to go out and vote in your local election. It's really important to your community. Tell us a little bit about, um, about elections, for example. We have listeners right now in Clovis and Portales and Las Cruces. So do you have school board people and and uh, city councils and those kind of things going on in a lot of those communities? Just about every community has somebody that is up for election. They've also got bond issues that they need to decide on, and some will have other issues like mill levies and things like that. And that's, you know, when you keep seeing your taxes go up, remember that you had a say in that. Um, a lot of times these mill levies, they may not increase your taxes, but your taxes will go down if a mill levy is defeated. Same with a bond issue. Your taxes may stay the same if the bond issue is renewed, but if it's not, if it's defeated, your taxes will go down. So if your taxes stay high, that you've made that choice. You've either voted for it or you haven't voted, which means you have voted for it. Mm -hmm. So that's why we encourage people, go exercise your right, say what you think, and then we let the chips fall where they may. But some people still have the mentality, my one vote doesn't matter. You know, and it absolutely does. We have had races in New Mexico decided by a single vote, some by two or three. So if you go vote and take your friend with you, you can sway an election. Well, and Carla, I want people to understand we are here at this station. We are encouraging people not to live life alone. Yes. Not to spend their life, but to invest their life with other people and live in community. That's that's the way God intended it. We can't live life by ourselves. Right. And so we we want people to do a great thing in that they invest in other people. And I'll tell you what happens. There's a couple things. One, they begin to see themselves as God sees them, as valuable mm. and important. And then when you express your opinion about how you want to vote, for example, I'm going to give you an opinion. One of the things we'll be voting voting on is the APS mill level levy. Now, I'm not going to give you an opinion as to whether you should vote for that or not, but I'm going to give you some questions. The Albuquerque Public Schools ranks very, very low in education, and particularly in a couple of categories that concern me. Uh, eighth grade uh, reading levels, mm -hmm. we're low. Okay, well, we keep spending money and more money and more money. Now, I follow sports. Uh, I'm going to use the Lobos as an example. If we hire a Lobo basketball coach, men's or women's, and they're not productive, they might be the nicest people on the planet. But if they don't win games, what happens? Mm. They get replaced. That's right. Okay, so that's not mean. That's just the way it is. Okay, APS. <laughs> yeah. you, we're, this is a question. Why is the money that has been spent, let's just take the last five years, not producing 
better math scores and reading comprehension in our younger students? That that's a that's just a question I have. It is. Well, and I'll tell you too, on those issues in Albuquerque with APS, a lot of what they're looking at is spending on facilities. Well, you've got to excuse me, you've got to realize that the APS enrollment is declining significantly. It continues to go down and APS continues to build new buildings. Why are we doing that? Do you think that's a good investment? If the enrollment, if you don't have as many students as you did five years ago, why do you need more facilities for the students? Because they've been watching the movies. If you build it, they will come. Yes. (laughs) Really what they need to build is a better education. Yes. If we were educating our children better and had higher rankings nationwide, businesses would be more prone to move here and be proud to have their employees have their kids in our school system. Let me add a couple more questions for our listeners about APS proper. APS does have a couple of charter schools. They are managed and under the umbrella of the Albuquerque Public Schools. Their test scores are exponentially higher than the rest of the school district. Okay, what is it about those schools that is making them much more successful or maybe even as close to many of the private schools in Albuquerque? And I still think the private schools have an edge. Of course, I understand not everybody can afford that option. Right. Um, Maybe next year's election, we can start talking about uh, ways that you might be able to have freedom of education in our state. But yes. I know that that the uh, APS union will bark at you all day long. And and again, I want I want our listeners to find out exactly what does the union do to support our teachers, because I've been here. I went to APS. I can't see really a benefit. Sure, maybe they've gotten a few paychecks higher. They, they've. I don't know about the resources. I, I just don't see a lot of productivity in that organization. And I hope that you, as as a voter, will just ask the questions and participate with the New Mexico Business Coalition. Again, a bipartisan look at all of this. You ask the questions. You have asked questions of our APS school board candidates. Yes. And some of them have answered. Yes. And, you know, it's important that they that you look at candidates that want to communicate with their constituents. When you vote, then you have a right to hold those people accountable to. If they're not doing what you think they ought to be doing, you have a right to go ask them about it. If you didn't even vote in the election, you really don't have a stake there. And it's harder to hold them accountable if you never voted at all. Carla, do you have business people that are part of the Democratic Party and business people that are part of the Republic part, Republican Party and business people that are independents and exe- etc. And libertarians, yes. And, and they're across all, the and, board. And they're working together in your organization? Yes. They come together because they know that we're policy focused. We're not party focused. We're not focused on the political right or wrong. We're focused on the right answer for New Mexico moving forward. And that is what people really crave right now. You know, I mean, you can have cravings for chocolate, but there's people in New Mexico (laughs) that crave 
our state doing better. And they know we can do it if we'll just come together and have a good, constructive conversation without anger and flippant attitudes and walking out of the room. We've got to stay there and figure it out. And that's what's happening in the Business Coalition. You know, it's interesting that you say um, anger. Uh, I read a little quote uh, that said, if you make your decisions based on your emotions, then you're making your emotions God. Mm. You know, you. I can tell you this, you don't want Jim Williams making emotional decisions because I've spent half my life, if not most of my life, trying to control my temper in athletic events, right? Mm. So, you know, I feel like God's finally changed my heart in that area, maybe in the last five, six years. But I can tell you I've offended every basketball official in New Mexico for a period (laughs) of 30 years because I made bad decisions because I was angry. Yes. And, you know, the interesting thing about that is the Bible talks about that anger. and Anger's not a sin. It's the way you handle the anger Mm. that makes it sinful. And my handling of it was the Bible would describe foolishness. I've been a fool. I'll give you an example. Out of all the times I yelled at a basketball official, correlate that to yelling at a Democrat, yelling at a Republican. Now, by the way, I'm not saying don't voice the truth. Right. But you don't need to do it in anger. That's right. But guess how many calls I got changed over 35 years yelling at basketball officials? (laughs) The answer to that would be zero. (laughs) So that's why it's foolishness. It not only hurts people. But it shuts off all communication and accomplishes nothing. It's foolishness. And I love the way you guys handle it. Well, you know, we had a learning curve too. I did because when I first started this, there were times when I was angry and I would, I'd want to ask, and I would ask an elected official, can't you see that we're failing because of X? Well, they couldn't see that because they had a different view of things. And it took a long time for me to understand that we're all very, very different, but we bring a lot to the equation that's necessary. Mm -hmm. And so I had to deal with my anger, put that aside and understand their vision may be different than mine, but it's equally as important. And so what we've got to do is bring our visions together and find out how it melds for the best of everyone. And so it's really helped us temper how we move forward, temper in a good way, not a bad temper. And it really does work because that's what brings people together, level-headedness and people that really, really want to find solutions. So if people want more information from a level-headed organization, if they want to read about the APS school district or other school board candidates around the state, they can go to nmbizcoalition.org. Yes. And, and all that information is there. Uh, re- really uh, a well-done website, too, and I know you guys are constantly working on it. The 2023 Heroes Banquet is tomorrow night at yes. the Crown Plaza Hotel in Albuquerque. Uh, going to be honoring uh, first responders. Uh, you're going to be honoring a, a fallen officer and and presenting to his family, which will be a tremendous recognition. Um, you're going to be giving some money to the 100 Club, yes. which – they do amazing things when an officer does fall. They're like first on the scene and providing money until some of the resources and benefits uh, to officers kicks in. I mean, these things are all just really thoughtful and, and amazing. So appreciate you doing it. 
Well, it's going to be fun. And then I'll tell you, I'm excited because we're going to have Jeremy Gay as the keynote speaker. And what an amazing man. He is, I just have so much respect for him. Former military, uh, he's an attorney, lives on the western part of the state, runs a law firm, small business owner, great father, very, very involved in his church and his community. And we're just so honored to have him come and speak. Yeah, and Jeremy ran for lieutenant governor. A uh, I think years he ago. ran for attorney general. Oh, attorney general. Okay. Okay. Yes, and uh, but he's just a great person all the way around from beginning to end, and a very good speaker. So, and, and by the way, this is a this is a star. This is a, a rising star. Oh yeah, that lives in New Mexico, and he lives in New Mexico instead of L.A. or New York or some of these other places where we he would be highly qualified to be part of their community as well. Absolutely. But he loves New Mexico just like Carla Sontag does. He does. And that's why it's such an honor to have him come and give the keynote delivery for the event. An important event, important people. And this will be a great time to hear Jeremy talk. Good stuff. New Mexico Business Coalition's President Carla Sontag in studio. This is ABQ Connect. We will be right back. Thank you for spending your afternoon with ABQ Connect. I'm Jim Williams with Carla Sontag with the New Mexico Business Coalition. We're talking about a lot of things happening uh, next few days. Tomorrow night uh, at the Crown Plaza Hotel at Manalan University, the 2023 Heroes Banquet. It's an annual event that the New Mexico Business Coalition does to say thank you uh, to yes. our heroes, Carla. Yes. And, you know, we'll have two uh people from communities that are going to be recognized as well. So it's not just people in public service, but it's in people, it's people that are in service to the state. Yeah. And so we've got some community people that are just phenomenal in the work that they're doing and they're going to be recognized. I'm so excited. Now you may not know this, but good old KYT, we go all the way down to Las Cruces. And so I've got a Las Cruces question for you because I want those voters to be aware. Do you understand that the way you vote is different than the rest of the state of New Mexico. You have something called rank choice voting. Carla, what is that? Well, it uh, it's complicated, but let me tell you, it only takes place for the city council, no other races. And it's because the city council in Las Cruces voted it into effect. Now, nationwide, there are people that are adamantly opposed to it. And we don't want to see it for the state because what happens is when you have people in a race, you have to rank them. Who do you like first? Who do you like second? Who do you like third? What happens though, if you vote, if you mark your ballot for the person you like the best, and that's the only person you vote for, and you don't vote for the other six in the mayor race, if your person doesn't place first, you're thrown out. Your vote is thrown out. Then you can say, my vote didn't matter because it wouldn't matter mm -hmm. unless you pick the winner the first time. If you rank all seven, what happens is if your first choice isn't chosen, then they go to your second choice and they redistribute the votes that you made. And they do that on every ballot. In the mayor's race in Las Cruces, they have seven candidates running. It's a nonpartisan race, um, but there are three Republicans and four Democrats running. They will not show up that way on the ballot. 
if you care about the party, you're going to have to do that research. So basically, when you go to the polls, you're going to be set. You're going to say, okay, who's your number one pick? Who's your number two pick? Yes, they list all of the candidates. And then you have to scroll across from their name, fill in the bubble for what rank you want them to have. So, for example, Eric Enriquez, if you want him to be number one as your top vote, but he's listed as the fourth candidate, then you go you have to go across and hit the right number. So he's four down, you give him number one. And then let's say you want Cassandra Gandera as your last place choice. She could be listed number one, but you scroll across from her name and mark that number seven. And you have to mark all seven exactly in the position you want them. Otherwise you get thrown out whenever your voting is finished as they continue to go through cycle after cycle to figure out who gets the most votes. So they're continually running these cycles through the machines. It's interesting though, Jim, I'll tell you nationwide, we've not seen seven candidates effectively handled by the machinery that we have. So that's going to be interesting. They say they can do it in Las Cruces, but um, I just would encourage the voters to be very careful how you vote. Make sure you mark all seven get the information that you need on the mayor candidate. The mayor is not a mayor like we have in Albuquerque and other cities. They really are a figurehead of the city council, but they do provide some direction. So it's important. Uh, Las Cruces also has three city council districts up for election. Uh, In district one, they have five candidates. District two, there are two candidates. In district four, there are four. So follow the same procedure as you do for mayor. Make sure you know who the candidates are and rank them accordingly so that your vote does matter and it does make a difference. And it's kind of easy if you've been living in Las Cruces and following your news, you know who is pro-business and you know who's not. You also know who is creating more problems with your homeless and your crime down there. And so if they're running for re-election or running for a higher office, you may want to make note of that when you vote. In many ways, smaller community in Las Cruces than, say, Albuquerque or mm-hmm. Santa Fe. Not a lot smaller than Santa Fe. Or maybe it's actually a little bigger. Yeah, it's actually bigger. second now. Okay, so... But not quite as big as Albuquerque. But in many ways, what I was going to say is the issues of homelessness, um, people coming across the border, illegal immigration, uh, trying to take care of people and be compassionate. Those are those problems have been exacerbated in that community much more than the rest of New Mexico. They have been. Albuquerque and Las Cruces are in trouble by the way that they're handling the situation. The crime rate continues to go up and we've got issues with more and more of these people coming in because they're given carte blanche and we don't have a lot of laws being enforced when it comes to them. So it's important that in Las Cruces in particular and in Albuquerque, I think in the city council races and the mayor race in Las Cruces, You need to get out and vote because this is going to bear heavily on the future of your community. There are people right now in office in Las Cruces and Albuquerque making decisions that will exasperate the issues that we have with laws not being enforced, 
crime rates going up, people living in fear. And we shouldn't have to live like that. So be careful. Number one, that you do vote. You've got to get out and vote. This is the future of your community, and it's critical. Secondly, take a minute, go to inambizcoalition.org and look at the information that we have on the candidates, or go to the Secretary of State's website, and there you will find links to their websites and things like that. We've got that for you available as well. But please make sure that you vote in these races. This is not your typical local election. This really hinges on how these two large cities are going to move forward. And they reflect on the rest of the state. Your vote is critical. And I hope and pray that you will take it seriously and go vote. Carl, I want to quantify the challenge that you're offering to our listeners to get out and vote. You have not asked anybody in Las Cruces, anybody in Albuquerque, anybody in Santa Fe to go study about the election for two hours. You literally can get all of the information that you need in 15 or 20 minutes. Yes. By just going to a few different websites, including uh, nmbizcoalition.org. On our website, we have the links to their websites, to the candidates' websites, and to the Secretary of State's website. It's all right there. And the reason we do it, Jim, is because before I started doing this for voters, I was an uninformed voter. And I often came to elections and I thought, I don't know any of these people. I didn't do any homework. I, I, I knew nothing about them. And then I didn't feel right about voting. And that to me was un-American. Yes. I felt like I needed to do my duty and vote. So I stopped being that person, but I started the Business Coalition to try to help others. We're all busy and we all get tied up in life. And I get that. But I can't emphasize enough how important this is. And that's the reason that we put all this information at your fingertips on our website at nmbizcoalition.org. So you have no excuse. It doesn't take very long. <laughs> you can vote earlier. You can vote on November 7th. But whatever you do, please vote. I mentioned earlier that I learned a lot about my guests during the breaks. Well, this is where I'm going to start in our last uh, segment with Carla after this break. Her husband, Larry Sontag, former Albuquerque police officer, has been working with Carla in the New Mexico Business Coalition for about 15 years. They're fighting for New Mexico. They have a bipartisan approach. They love people. They, they are respectful of people, regardless of what they think. They do amazing stuff. But Larry has challenged Carla in some instances when it comes to issues and events and all kinds of things to just say no. Larry is going to be able to write a book if he can ever get that accomplished. <laughs> we'll be back with Carla Sontag right after these messages. Carla Sontag with the New Mexico Business Coalition in studio with us. I'm Jim Williams with you this afternoon, sitting in for Steve Ryman. He'll be back again with you tomorrow uh, on this fine program from one to two o'clock. Thank you for joining us. Carla Sontag has been telling us about a lot of stuff. Want to reiterate, tomorrow night, 2023, Heroes Banquet, recognizing heroes uh, in New Mexico and law enforcement and first responders. Yes, and we've got a couple of surprises, awards that we'll give that night. And uh, it's just such a special evening to come together and recognize New Mexico's best.
Yes. NMBizCoalition.org is the website. So you can get more information about all the things we try to cover in an hour. If Carla really, uh, really wanted to, and we had the time, she could spend about four hours telling you every day with new information, because <laughs> this lady is on all kinds of stuff. She's talking to people, she's reading, she's researching. She has a whole team. Uh, you have your your folks with the New Mexico, um, uh, Better Together New Mexico is yes. how I should say it. And that's a sister organization and they're doing a lot of different things. In our last segment, I couldn't help but tease you a little bit about your husband, Larry, telling you, Carla, you need to learn how to say no. But in the <laughs> same breath, I couldn't help but think about a funny movie that we've all seen called My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes. And you may or might remember the conversation where the mama says, look, the dad might be the head, the man might be the head, but the woman is the neck. And I can make that head turn any way that I want. <laughs> and I think that's what you could do with Larry and the rest of us, Carla. <laughs> well, he is such a good trooper, you know, and he, um, the reason he says that is because we continue to take on more and more projects, but they're all in the spirit of making New Mexico better. And that's why I have trouble saying no. When people who rely on us, come to us with a different project or a different request, it's hard for me to say, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And we end up doing it in whatever capacity that we can. It stretches us thin. We work a lot of hours. Sometimes Larry wants a break and he deserves one, but he doesn't get it. <laughs> we have to keep going. <laughs> That's funny. And I've asked you on this program, why do you stay here, Carla? Because we could all live at peace. In, in other places. Now, maybe not, maybe the grass isn't greener. It's just my perception that New Mexico's just inundated. You mentioned the crime rates. And I get frustrated because I don't think it's rocket science preventing crime. No, it's really not. You and, just have to enforce laws that yeah. already exist. And, and, you know, that's true, I think, also with solutions to the homeless issues. None of this is, I want to say that it's not complicated. But any time we feel pain, we use the word confused. And I actually believe pain does exactly the opposite. It clarifies yes. what we should be doing. And that could be with your physically, when you injure yourself on an athletic field, it clarifies what is wrong with you. Exactly. I think that's true in politics too, but we just keep doing it's it's almost like we're masochistic in some way and just wanting to continue the pain instead of finding solutions the definition of insanity we yes. keep doing the same thing over and over and and it's just so not necessary the solutions to some of these things truly are easier you know i'll give you an example mississippi we were always neck and neck with mississippi for education ranking sometimes we were last sometimes they were last mississippi got tired of it and Mississippi went out and found a school district that was working really well, and they have risen way up in the rankings. And New Mexico now is anchored steadily at 50. What a novel concept to actually yeah. go somewhere where it's working, get educated, talk to some people that have some expertise, yes, and implement those same things. That is a cool way to do things. It really is, and it worked. I mean, now their kids are getting a quality education, and and they're not down there where New Mexico can say, thank God for Mississippi. <laughs> the little piece that you gave us to notes on the show today, you have a question that says, have you become dissatisfied with how the government is managing your tax dollars? To which I responded, do we breathe air? 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and and I think I just can't help but ask you about these bond issues and and it just again is a, another pool of money that's going to get spent and we don't know how. That's right. I mean, they'll tell you generally what the bond is for. They will give you a title. There's eight different bonds in Albuquerque, but there's bonds all over the state. And if you live in a community where you see that there may be some fraud, waste, or abuse of your tax dollars, or you're just not happy with what they are producing with your tax dollars, sometimes that is a good time to just say no. And what people need to realize, if you vote against a bond issue, it doesn't mean you don't you want our roads to fall apart or you don't want money going to the police or you don't like um, other needs but for infrastructure. But they will make you feel that way. The people pr- yeah. promoting the bond will make you feel like you're taking money away from the Oh, yeah, they will guilt you all day long. But here's the deal. There are times when if you're a parent or an aunt, uncle, grandparent, saying no to a child that wants something that is going to cause harm is a good thing to do. And sometimes saying no to a politician or a group of politicians who are misusing or maybe just not appropriately managing what you have already given them, it helps them step back and learn from you telling them no what they need to do better at. And it can make a huge difference. We have had some bond issues in the past defeated. And Again, it doesn't mean you're against police or the roads or anything else. It just means you want government to do better with what you're giving them. They will tell you your taxes won't go up with these bond issues in Albuquerque and many other jurisdictions. And that is true. But the other side of that truth is if they fail, your taxes will go down. So again, if you don't vote, you have said your piece and you let others decide for you. Carla, where can people go around the state? Is there like a local website in Las Cruces or Albuquerque where you can go read what are the bond issues? What are they for? Because I do want you to know, and I'm a retired banker. There's so many times where they want, let's call it, you know, hundred million dollars. And then when you read about the purpose of that money, it's very ambiguous. Yes. And I'm just going to tell you, if you came to me for a loan and were ambiguous about what you were going to spend the money on, guess what? You're not getting that money. And I have, I believe the same thing should be true with the political climate. You need to plan. You need need to know what things cost. You even need to have gone out and and done a a cost benefit analysis. And then you need to present that to the people. And so many times that does not happen. That's exactly right. And so- On our website, we have tried to link you with every place that you need to go to get information on your bond issues and everything else. If that doesn't work, then in your local jurisdiction, you can find those out. But we tried to make it a one-stop shop for you to find out what you need to find out. So if you're reading these bond issues and the purpose of the money and you feel that it's ambiguous, I'm going to say ask for clarification and wait till the next election. Yeah, And say no this time, because so many times that's a technique to say, uh, hey, we want to spend money on this new school out in the middle of uh, nowhere, 20 miles outside of Las Cruces, and nobody's even there and nobody lives there and you can't use that money. I'm just making this up, obviously. But then that money's promise you is going to get spent. 
It is. You know, I'll tell you, years ago when my husband was working as a police officer with APD, they put out a bond issue and they needed money for new vehicles. And they needed new vehicles. So we voted for it. The money came in and they didn't buy new vehicles. I'll tell you what, the next time they asked for money, we said no. Yeah. And we certainly weren't against the police. My husband was one. (laughs) Amen. Carla Sontag, New Mexico Business Coalition, thank you for being here. God bless you tomorrow night and your recognition of all the heroes in our community. Thanks for having me. Thank you.